0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. Use the promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to 2,000 bucks. The gang is here. Cody DelMendo, Ryan Herrera, I'm Luke Stuckmeyer. And down in the corner, our special guest, the one and only at the Capman. Capper, how you doing, bud?
1: What's up, guys? Good to be with all of you.
0: Thanks for coming on. I was, I was trying to think going into this. How many years did you do Cubs Post, either radio and or television?
1: Uh, 25 consecutive seasons.
0: 25 that. seasons. That's a long run, right?
1: A, long run. a lot of fun. But I want to congratulate you guys on your new gig. The studio looks cool. And I'm thrilled to be part of what you're doing today. Yeah, yeah you, awesome. Cap.
0: Thrilled to have you on, Cap. Yeah. You, you got to play a little ping pong with us.
1: Yeah, yeah, go I'm ahead. The obligatory line. I grew up listening to you. Oh, I, I, I was gonna say
0: twenty-five seasons. I'm barely
2: twenty-five years old.
1: But.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, we Cap, I, I had you on a podcast last year, I
3: think, from my apartment. It was me and a couple buddies I went to college with, and here we are now. It's Full
0: circle for me. An actual Pretty studio, cool,
1: man. Pretty cool. Just keep chasing the dream.
0: Exactly. Cap, I was thinking they call me Grandpa Stucky because I'm clearly like the oldest guy here. Like it's not even close, <laughs> but on this podcast cap is actually a grandpa how's that going
1: right my 28 uh, year old son and his wife have a 1 year old named benjamin david so nice. pretty awesome uh, there you go
0: awesome pretty nice awesome. awesome nice grandpa Great. Cappy. uh so <laughs> now, also,
1: do i have more ink than the three of you combined <laughs> there you go You're probably right that's yeah. true
0: mm-hmm. um so cap i was you know first of all i want to talk about you you're going back into the TV show business now. You've been doing a lot of. You've always done a lot of stuff, but you've got a new show coming up. So, tell us what it is and, and how that's going to. You know, I assume you're going to talk some Cubs on it.
1: Oh, a ton of Cubs, absolutely. It'll be called Unfiltered on NBC Sports Chicago. It debuts on Monday, this Monday, April the fourth, and it will be a lot of fun. It'll run six o'clock to six thirty Monday through Friday, and if we're preempted by. Whether it's Bulls, Blackhawks, or White Sox game, or whatever other event happens to you know grab that slot for a night, then we will still air on YouTube TV and through the My Teams app. So it should be a lot of fun, and I'm uh, really looking forward to uh, getting back into being there every day. I mean, it's cool to get off the radio at 10 o'clock, <laughs> and then be home by 11. But I-, I like being in the action, so I'm glad to go back oh, yeah. downtown.
2: Cap. There, nice. there, there are people out there, some people, not me, but some people. Let's say you're you're already plenty unfiltered. So what's <laughs> gonna be how much more unfiltered can you get on this show?
1: Well, here's a funny story. So a buddy of mine goes to see his son in Scottsdale like three or four weeks ago. The lockout has not ended yet. So just before the lockout ends, they go play golf. He said, I come off the course. Here comes a guy walking from the range. I'm like, Hey, Joe Madden, how are you? And so Joe says hi to my friend and he said, where are you from Chicago? Oh, he said, fact, one of my best friends is David Kaplan. He said, Joe, stop. He goes, I had some issues with that dude. We're calling <laughs> out, but he would fire on me on the post game show. Hey man, I t- Luke will tell you <laughs> there's no sacred cows. It's it, do your job and we're going to call you out if you don't. And there were times I thought he made a bad decision, so. Appreciate the World Series, but got to keep it, you know, real.
2: There we go.
0: Yeah, hey, I, I just it. told the story yesterday. We had dirty hot dogs after the World Series. Oh yeah, in Cleveland, Bam. four a.m. Ah, so Joe Madden, it, maybe it wasn't all his decisions <laughs> that got him there, but they got there. <laughs>
1: they got there and they got it done.
0: Um, all right, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the Cubs. I I don't know if you saw this. Did you see that the Stroman? like to tweet somebody talking about the Giants and people are sort of freaking out like, oh, he's already talking about going to the Giants someday. Don't you see this as just one of these things where here's a guy that's so busy on social media, he's very active, of course he's going to say something sooner or later that's going to get you a little upset. Like, okay. I just think people need to settle down about it. Like, he hasn't even pitched a game yet and people are turning on him because he said the Giants are uh going good places like who cares
1: exactly who cares just well, people get so worked up oh that guy removed a picture from his social media it must mean that he wants out and then he has to issue a statement kyler murray with the arizona cardinals the latest one to do that it's such nonsense just go out and pitch well man and if they trade you they trade you if you sign in san francisco and two or three years, if you use an opt-out, God bless you. Just go out and pitch well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think – and I said to Cody when I when we talked about it like a couple hours ago, it's like, what is he going to say that the Giants suck and he never wants to play with them? Like, he, his contract's <laughs> only three years. <laughs> he has an opt-out after two, I think. Like, three years from now, he could be trying – he's not going to say every team sucks but the Cubs, and then three years from now, he's left with only the Cubs wanting him to play for them. Like, That's a good point. Keep your not, options open. This It's such like a whole – like nothing burger. Someone said nothing burger on Twitter. I'm like,
0: I agree. It's a nothing burger. It means yeah. nothing. I think that was Creature Nation nothing. who said that.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Nothing burger. Well said.
0: What is a something burger? Uh, our daily Wilson Contreras therapy sessions we have here because, you know, Bruce, Bruce Levine put out there that, you know, this could be coming soon. I, a, have you heard anything about Wilson Contreras and B, uh, talk us down because I, I think this group here is concerned that the last position player uh, other than Jason Hayward from, from the core team, to me he's, he's the heart and soul of the team. I describe him as Joakim Noah of the Cubs right now. He's the heart, hustle, and muscle of the Cubs. If he goes, the team has a totally different look going into the season. What have you heard and how do you feel about it?
1: Uh, first of all, I have a great relationship with Wilson Contreras. That wasn't always great, so if you let me take you down this path for a second, so the Cubs make the trade for Jose Quintana. You and I were working together, and I nicknamed Quintana the Buick because you gave up your two best prospects, you paid for a freaking Mercedes, and you got a guy who you know, gets you to the mall. You can go over to the <laughs> Jewel and good you know, gas it's, mileage. It's, But you aren't pulling up to the country club with the hot blonde on your arm. And everyone's like, wow, who's that dude in the Lamborghini? No, you're not. And so I kept calling him the Buick, even on the pre and post game. (laughs) I show up one day and I'm out in the parking lot at Wrigley. And I'm trying to send a tweet about whatever. And I tag Wilson Contreras and I click on his Twitter and it says blocked.
0: Uh -oh. Uh Oh, Oh no! Blocked
1: by Wilson Contreras. I get out of the car. I walk in. There is no one in the clubhouse because they're all in listening to Joe Madden. And the only two people that are in there are Cubs people. There's no media. There's Wilson sitting over there, and there's Brandon Morrow rehabbing from his 900th injury. (laughs) I walk in. I walk right up to Wilson. He's sitting in his chair with his back to everybody, and He's on his phone. I wait a second. He's just kind of stretching in his chair. He doesn't know I'm behind him. I go, excuse me, Wilson. He goes, yeah. What do you want? And I (laughs) said, you blocked me on Twitter? What are we in high school? He's like, bro, you're killing Quintana's confidence. I'm like, Wilson, he makes $11 million a year. If me calling him a Buick is killing his confidence, we got way bigger problems here. So we end up talking for about 30 minutes and he's like, ah, uh, yeah. All right. We're cool. I got you, bro. He unblocks me while I'm standing there and he hugs me. And then we have a pretty good relationship. I had him on. He's, we've had this good relationship. And then out of nowhere, I play on a, a baseball team in the men's senior baseball league. Last summer, a guy on my team, who's one of my closest friends is he's fr- from Cuba. He's very close to Wilson. He's kind of his mentor. Wilson calls me with him one day, and I have a special needs son named Brett. who right. loves sports, but especially the Chicago Cubs. And He's like were, the
0: biggest Cubs fan.
1: The biggest Cubs fan. Like, they could literally be 900 games out of first, and if they win, Dad, we're coming back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> last summer, it's the week before the All-Star break, my cell phone rings, and I see the numbers, Wilson Contreras. I'm like, why is he calling me? I haven't even blasted him. Hello. (laughs) He said, hey, cop, do you have a special needs son and I'm his favorite player? I said, that's right. He said, I'm going to be right near your house on the Wednesday after the All-Star game because he didn't get elected. And my parents are flying in from Venezuela. How about you come to the house? We're meeting at a friend of mine's. My parents are going to cook a Venezuelan dinner. How about you bring Brett and he and I can hang out together. Yes, on his own. <laughs> asking him. We drive out. It was in Hawthorne Woods. We get there. We come in. Brett is wearing his City Connect Contreras jersey. And Wilson comes over, says hi. He hugs Brett. He has a game used jersey for him. He gives it to him. He signs the one Brett's wearing. And Wilson had his dog with him. He's like, hey, Brett. Let's go take care of the dog. We got to take him outside. And I was not invited. It was just him and Brett. 45 minutes in the backyard of this guy's house. Wilson is answering every question about the Cubs for my son. And then we had dinner. We took pictures. He's like, Brett, ask me anything you want. And they turned to me. He's like, and this ain't for the radio. like, (laughs) Brett has no filter now. He'll ask anything. He's unfiltered. Oh, he's, unfiltered. Yeah. he's unfiltered. We know where he gets it. He's More yeah. unfiltered than me. And <laughs> what do you think of this guy, and Wilson's, you know, being very honest about certain guys? It, it, I that guy has a special place in my heart. That all said, I don't see any scenario he's here by July 1.
0: Oh, now you're you Now you're bringing it down. You give this great story about the guy. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, like you don't find athletes that are are like that, you know. Rizzo did a lot of good in the community, but that's like that's another one of the special stories. Rizzo would go to the hospitals. Um, gosh. First of all, I was thinking, Brett should have asked him, so is Quintana a Buick or what? That should have been his <laughs> first, <laughs> question. first question. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been the first yeah. question. And then, okay, so who do you think the Cubs will regret letting go the most out of those core players? Let's, let's for now just include... Wilson in that mix and say that's going to happen at some point. When they're all gone, who will they regret letting slip away the most?
1: Javi Baez.
0: Wow, Javi.
1: Wow. We haven't
0: talked about Javi a lot here. No, because no, 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 we haven't. Immediately, I think the current answer might be Schwarber this season because I I'm picking him to like I think he's going to lead the National League in home runs. I think he's going to be that good but I,
1: I'm there right with you over under, I think is 31 and a half in Vegas. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. yes. Something we're going like to get, that, gonna get to some bets later. I can't believe it's that low. Uh, I can't yeah. believe it's that low, but Hopefully.
0: you think Javi because of the position or just the player that he is
1: Javi, because of everything he brings to your organization. He's a great dude. He's a great defender. He plays with this unbelievable passion as does Wilson. Um, he has power. He has speed. I just think those guys are really hard to find, and I think they're going to regret not getting a deal done with Javier Baez.
2: Cody Cody has a different take, and I'd love to hear your your response to that. I just got so tired of watching Javier Baez strike out all the no, time. No, no, no. Right? I'm talking about the player you oh, think. The, the player I you think, think,
3: yeah. I think Chris Bryant's the one they're going to regret. And I know no, you have this the, the whole thing no. uh, the whole thing with it and everything, which I've I've enjoyed watching you defend it on Twitter for the last however many years well, it's been. First
1: of all, you threw it out there. We can go there. He one hundred percent was offering a huge extension. One hundred percent. Because you can't get it other than from me sitting in the office and rifling through their contracts. You can't get it from a better source. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, hey, I mean whether you know that entire thing, I've always thought is, you know, you you you're you can say whatever it is, and I'll I'll take I'll take it for whatever for what you're you're telling me, but there there is a lot of you know, you tell us that, but then Chris says that he never received anything, and I I get it has to do with it all comes down to money and all this stuff, but at the at the time as a fan from my perspective at the time, it's just like it's hard to like. Who's telling me the truth? Mm-hmm. Like that's
0: a, well, it that's can also be it. semantics. You could say I never received a two hundred million dollar offer, but my agent did. Yeah, or that's somebody true too. else did, or I right. You know, like there's a lot of ways to look at I it. Just, I don't I, know.
3: I just think that Chris Bryant's going to age better than than Baez or or Rizzo. Uh, and to <laughs> me, I feel like he would. You know, in even in the the short term and long term, if the Cubs would have kept him, it, I feel like they would have benefited better. I think Baez with uh, how he swings and how he plays the game, like I feel like injuries are really going to creep up to him as he gets older.
0: Patrick okay. Mooney threw it out, our old teammate. Do you think Hendricks is next? Is he going to be in the same situation as Contreras?
1: I don't think so. First of all, Kyle, you need someone to lead your staff. And if, you're, if, if what Jed said was, we're building the next great Cubs team and we are not, you know, this is not like the first rebuild, we have the infrastructure now, the stadium, and all of this other stuff, Dominican and the miners, then you don't trade guys like Kyle Hendricks. Quality dude in the room, solid pitcher, you're not paying him like $38 million a year. No, I would be very surprised if they traded Kyle Hendricks. Back to Chris for just a second. I yeah. do realize, and you can look the quotes up, Chris did admit after the fact, after he threw me under the bus at the spring training press conference, I don't know where he made that story <laughs> up. He did admit after he got traded, Well, yeah, I did have an offer after the World Series.
3: Yeah, I, I and it was a big one. Just that the I feel like the stories when the trade rumors Heyman. started, the, did the you trade rumors Heyman? started in 2018. I thought the whole thing about after the World Series, I thought was a different story. That's what did what did Heyman what tweet?
1: Heyman tweeted the day after Bryant signed his deal in Colorado. You can find it. Just pull up John Heyman and you can read it right now on CHGO. John <laughs> Heyman said uh, Chris Bryant turned down a, 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 what did he say? A massive offer. Yeah. It turned out if you add his arbitration years and this deal, he actually came out ahead. No problem. Just don't lie to people and tell them you never got an offer. Right. I yeah, I mean, to deal with these jackasses on Twitter. <laughs> you made it up. <laughs> no, didn't. It's a true story.
0: Yeah. Hey, Cap's gonna come through the through the hey, monitor here in a second. Cap,
3: now. I I respect oh, that I you have the tweet. If, of all the things you you've the been tweet. defending yeah. since that whole thing happened, that's been that. And you know, I've I've never. It's been hard for me to just decide like what actually happened. It, it's always just been very. Now you can accept it. Yeah. I mean, I again closure like it's over it's fine I just like for the longest time I just felt like Chris Bryant was uh treated unfairly in the city by a lot of people I'm not saying Cap was one of those people I'm just saying our fan base and everything and that's why that's genuinely why I feel like we'll we'll regret them missing or keeping him the most because he's I feel like he's going to play really well in Colorado whether that team's good or not you'll see the numbers and you can say course, Field whatever but
0: I just think that the Cubs are really going to miss that guy there's no denying yeah. that he was a really, really good player who... a
1: hell of a player.
0: Yeah, I mean, he the Cubs obviously don't win the World Series without him. I would say the only time he wasn't a great player is when he was injured. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then he became sort of average, but guys go through that. Guys, he, a, a hole in your swing is not uncommon at some point in your career. Like, right, yeah. He worked to correct it. Hey, I do want to point out that our show is sponsored by Bet. CAP's new show sponsored by PointsBet, and we should take some time to uh, point that out. Yeah, PointsBet, I hope PointsBet just has, like, they run this show at
3: at their headquarters or something, because we we love PointsBet here, and it's the best way to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you do that right now, you get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 $50 or more first-time deposit, you receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allCHGO.com, and we'll help you out. You're home for live in play betting. Just got even better introducing Points Bet's new feature live college basketball mm. same game live. parlay. Live. Coming to you live. <laughs> for the first time ever, you can build the perfect live same game parlay only with Points Bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can also boost your live same game parlays. Watch live, parlay live, and boost live with Points Bet. And now, online signup is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish. I say it every day. If Luke can do it, everyone right. can do it. It's That's so right. easy. I've done it. <laughs> uh, plus, during PointsBet, Match Madness, all users can earn up to $100 in free bets. During each round, place a $50 pregame wager and get a free $20 live bet to be used for that round. So what are you waiting for once the game starts don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
2: Real quick, can we, we, can we pull up the, uh, the the tweet real quick? The tweet oh, the, the John t- Heyman. John I mean, Heyman, we, we do it. have it. We got it. And I got one more sponsor I want to My Twitter point fingers out. were fast. I'm just saying. <laughs> there yeah, it is. At
0: 244. Heyman's backing cap.
2: Yeah, that, that, yeah. That, that's a lot of money you can put on PointsBet, though. Definitely.
0: That is a lot of yeah. money. Now, yeah. Cap, this next partner that we have. I want you to pay attention because about I don't know, was it 5 years ago, you turned your whole life around. You all of a sudden you went captain fitness on us and ever <laughs> since it's like working out four times a day, cryo, you know, doing working out with professional athletes, everything. I got another thing you can work on. Start your day with a competitive edge. Strava CBD coffee is a game changer. It's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strava delivers delicious Fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you. Feel alert and focused without all the jitters. Live your day more balanced, less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. Good for those guys that work out. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your best, and the best part... Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage of effects and benefits. CHGO listeners can receive 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code CHGO25. That's 25% off the entire order at stravacraftcoffee.com. When you use the code CHGO25 at checkout. Discount code valid only on non-subscription purchases, only one use per customer. Already love Strava? Subscribe and save with the Strava Coffee Club. Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. So just something for you to consider, Cap. Aches and pains, do a little too much working out get that Strava CBD, and you recover quickly. Sounds Just a thought. Delicious. So It does sound delicious. Yeah, All right, so each uh, – Cap, I don't, I'm sure you haven't been uh, tuning into every podcast, although you should. Um, <laughs> but we've been going around the division and seeing where the Cubs rank as we get closer to the season. So today's position is, in the Central Division, the shortstop rankings. So we're starting at the bottom and working our way up what team we think has – the worst situation at shortstop all the way to the top. I think it's pretty clear that the Pirates, as they do for most positions, are are not good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're going to say that the Reds have the worst position in this case with Kyle Farmer, who's 31, and then Barrero, who's got a six-week, at least he's out more than that probably after ham-eight surgery, so you don't know where he's at. If, if your only shortstop is Kyle Farmer – you're worse than even the Pirates. Yeah. Because
3: Kevin Newman, I mean, at least he was in the Gold Glove finalist last year, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, so you got solid defense from him. Cole Tucker, Vanessa Hudgens' boyfriend, whatever. He can
0: shift over <laughs> there if they absolutely need him. So too. we can make them four. We'll make the Pirates four. Yeah.
2: Right? Yeah. yeah. We'll make Pirates four. Yeah. I think, yeah, like you said, like Newman was Gold Glove at least. I'm not yeah. sure what the bat was, but he was in the finalist for Gold Glove. And if he. Anyone that's dating Cole, uh, Vanessa Hudgens is fine with me. <laughs> no, those people That's a suck. sorry
0: reason. But <laughs> once again, we have the Cubs sliding in, in the three spot, which is where a lot of people are picking them in the division this year. And for shortstop, it's, it's Nico Horner, it's Andrelton Simmons, it's Jonathan Villar. Like, a, a lot wow. of guys could play there at some point. Um, it's just you don't know what you're getting with Nico yet, right? Right. He yes, he hasn't played there a lot, and it's know one reason he's we
1: getting Simmons.
0: You do, yes. No hitting and lots of defense <laughs> yeah. if he's healthy. <laughs> yes,
2: the best of both worlds, or not the best of both worlds, but it's like the yeah. polar opposites of each world, whatever the word is. Right. Yeah, Lawrence. You know I'm not good with words, but
0: Cap, I will say this: when you when we're starting to go through this, the Cubs we have them ranked third in the division, but this is a really sorry division for shortstop considering when you go and talk about the best players in baseball, a lot of them come from the shortstop position. This division is not big on shortstop. So to say that Nico Horner could move greatly up this list isn't that difficult to see. Like, he only has to have an average season for himself to kind of move up to one or two because the rest of the division just isn't that good at shortstop.
1: It's not, but I don't think Nico's your long-term guy at short anyway. I think the Cubs look at him much like they looked at Bryant, not the same player, in terms of versatility. Hey, Nico, can you play center for a day? Zobrist. Hey can you play yeah. over at second today? Hey, Nico, can you possibly go over and play third today? That's the kind of guy. I, and then he'll get his share of time at shortstop as well.
0: Well, so I, I mean, so then we have the Cardinals sitting in the second spot. But Paul DeYoung was bad offensively last year, so it's not like you would say for sure the cardinals should he's take more it, power so. for sure. Yeah, yeah. and he yeah. he has had good seasons in major right. league baseball. He he's more proven than the, th- the other more three. More proven. And then for sure. Adamas, for the Brewers was like the spark plug to the team. They were 30 games over 500 once he was traded over to the team and his OPS was 886. So yeah. like he was good. He was good last year, but again, it's he's not um a superstar shortstop it's kind of a weak position in the division yeah
2: well Willie Adamas was a game changer as far as like the Brewers what was it 30 games yeah, like, over 500
0: yeah they went 74 and 44 after they traded yeah after they tra-
2: like, and that, that was like a huge
3: like in a way he kind of uh, yeah. saved them I mean their pitching would have carried them but I mean we all know Christian Yelich has really struggled since yeah since 2019 ended
2: so. no he Willie Adamas was I mean very clearly out of what we've even talked about it's very clear the best shortstop in the division sure. now the Cubs could have signed a different shortstop at some point in this offseason that would have could easily have put them the number one yeah. but for now I'm, yeah Willie Adonis right. number one for me in my book
0: Cap who on this you mentioned um you know what they're looking at with Nico Horner and and he might be that utility guy that was like Bryant or like Ben Zobrist or he still has a spot on the team when they get to be where they were where they're hoped to be going but Who on this team this year really sparks your interest? Who gets sparky going right now? Like when you see that guy and say, I want to see him play a lot this year because he's going to prove this.
1: Say Suzuki. Uh, I spoke to Danny Evans today, the former GM of the Dodgers. And I'll read you what Danny sent me. Uh, Danny is a guy who scouted in Japan for several years. And so I texted him. And he wrote me back, and he said exactly this about Seiya Suzuki. Again, this guy was a GM of the Dodgers and put a lot of good players in there. Hey, Danny, what do you think of Seiya Suzuki? Really like him a great deal. Have seen him play in person since his rookie year in Japan. Probably have seen him at least 75 times. Two-way player. That's a plus on both sides of the ball. A legit right fielder. Middle-of-the-order bat whose strike zone discipline has improved each year of his career. First year is a tough transition for an international player. Just be patient with him. He is a quality big leaguer, has played for a really good team, is an excellent signing, and love the recommendation by the Cubs scouting staff to get him.
0: All right. All right. my hair stand up. (laughs) It makes you feel good, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we, I mean, everything he just said is a lot of what we talked about with the defense and, you know, play discipline and the power that comes with that play discipline. Like, yeah, man. Like, I think a lot of Cubs fans, mainly casual ones, might expect more earlier, but I think by the end of the year, I feel like we'll be pretty happy with what the production we get out
2: of him. Yeah. Especially, I think Suzuki struck out again in his first at bat today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at some point, you obviously want him to start hitting, but I don't. And you talk, just think about a lot of NPB players coming over for MLB struggle, especially early on. So it's like, it's striking out now, but in a month or two, like it's he he should have caught up by then, right. and and then and then is when you can start kind of judging, like why is he still striking out? If right. he is,
0: right? Kappa, I assume Brett had tons. Of, I know he had tons of jerseys for the Cubs. Now that a lot of those core guys are gone. Is, is he asking for the Suzuki jersey? Is he asking for the Strowman jersey? What, what is he He's looking for? for?
1: The Suzuki. Ah. So we had lunch today. I had to do something with Brett, and then we went to get something to eat, and he looks at me, Dad, are they trading my favorite player? I said, unfortunately, I think they are, buddy. Oh, Dad. So he wants, <laughs> wherever Contreras goes, he wants that team's jersey. So a Yankee, right. Yankee Contreras. And then he said, can I get a Suzuki for my birthday? Which is in May. So we're going to... Very nice.
0: Where'd you go? Claim company?
1: No, we go to this place called Expresso in Bannockburn. They also have one in Glenview. Awesome. Uh Awesome. All right.
0: All right. Um, I mean, I just think, you know, Suzuki's another one of those guys. They have so many question marks about what will this guy be like? You know, that's that's one of the reasons why Pakoda and... Vegas and all the other places are looking at him like third place because could they be better? Yes. If they answer some of these questions, they could be a lot better. Frazier could turn out to be something. Maybe Schwindel will have the same season. Maybe Wisdom will hit a ton of home runs and cut down on his strikeouts. Maybe Suzuki will be able to adjust right away. Maybe Stroman will be mm-hmm. the ace. You're looking. Maybe you know, like, There's a lot of what-ifs for this a team. What, which, um, What if are you looking forward to seeing being answered?
1: Wow, like I, I don't have hold out hope that Patrick Wisdom is this. Like, oh my God, Nolan Arenado showed up here, and we just happen to get lucky. But I do want to see which Frank Schwindel is. I do. Like, you yeah. didn't bring Rizzo back, okay? Yeah. Is Frank Swindell really that dude that was like the second best hitter in the National League? Oh man, over a two month sample, it wasn't right. like two weeks. It was no. two months.
2: Yeah, that. So that yeah, I'm that's a we.
1: I'm not saying he is. I would just like to find out.
2: Yeah, that's what we've talked about is like Patrick Wisdom had a really good first two months and then they kind of got figured out and struggled the last two months. Schwindel never had that like post two months scouting report, right. figure him out. So like you says, like, can he start off the season as hot as he was last year or even and he played, close to
3: it? And, he, and Schwindel played better than Wisdom did in those two months, in my opinion, uh, like when when before the league figured him out, like. Yeah, he didn't have as many homers, but like you shooting the ball all over yeah. the field and he just gives you quality at bats. And I feel like that's kind of like what Jed Hoyer is trying to find. He's trying to find guys who are going to give you quality at bats like four or five times a game like that. And, you know, let's be real with the old core; It was sometimes you, you wouldn't get that. So,
0: no. Well, um, it Cap it mentioned Contreras uh, potentially going to the Yankees for Brett's jersey and I was. Uh, immediately, my mind went to Rizzo and Contreras on the Yankees or Castellanos and Schwarber on the Phillies. Which one bothers me wow. more? Uh, yeah. Probably the Yankees. I, 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 would say, I would say the Yankees combo bothers me more because one guy was your captain, your, your, your heart and soul of the team. The other guy is the heart, hustle, and muscle of the team, your emotional leader. But there's always been something about Kyle Schwarber for me. I know Cap is close with Rizzo, but Schwarber, that one hurts. That one, for me, that's the one that hurts the most. Yeah. And I don't know. But those are two – there's going to be tough to watch if, if that ended yeah. up that two former Cubs ended the, up on both teams, especially the what, Yankees. I think the <laughs> the
3: part about the Phillies hurting the most is that the Cubs did not retain Castellanos when they should have. They could at have. Least, at least that's what I believe because he was – so well, you, wouldn't have say a, you wouldn't have say a Suzuki. It's true, but I mean, I feel like the Cubs roster in general is completely different if they found a way to keep Cassianos after 19. So, you know, I guess it's an alternate universe type situation.
1: <laughs> you know, a buddy of mine calls me last summer. It was either Ortega or Alcantara. He goes, man, this young kid, Alcantara, I think it was Alcantara. He's a hell of a player. Was he a first-round pick? I go, young player? Dude, he's 30. Come on, man. <laughs> but I think when people saw all these guys that they never heard of, they assumed they were, you know, young prospects.
2: Right. Uh, yeah, no, like, I think everyone that came up was like at least, you know, I think Hermesio might have been the youngest. And he was twenty-seven. 26, yeah. 26, 27, yeah. Last year, I think it was 26. Wisdom's 29,
3: up, but... Schwindel's 29, going to be 30 this year. Yeah, they're all,
2: they're old. <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're how, not, Frazier, thought, how old is Frazier? they not your typical. 25, 25
3: 26. Yes, he's a little bit younger. He's 27. 26. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little but bit younger. I thought, You mentioned Alcantara. I'm assuming you're talking about Sergio Alcantara. I thought he was in his early 20s.
2: No, he was he was a little bit older than that. Was he for sure? No, none of those guys that came up were like your typical like these guys are 23, 24. Like we're gonna give them their first shot. Like not a lot. They had been in in different systems for a
0: long time, which is crazy.
1: Yeah, like wisdom.
0: Right. So, all right, let's let Cap. Let's go to the Cubs bets. All right, the best Cub bets we can make because you're you're. You're a points bet guy. You're a big gambler. Cody's big on the gambling. Ryan and I are trying to catch up with it a little bit. <laughs> Although I will say I'm one and zero on the season, <laughs> yes, and I have fifty nine oh nine in my account right now. So
1: nice. Who <laughs> else is batting a thousand? That's tell. not fifty nine hundred nine. That's like fifty nine dollars and That's yes. that's just
0: under sixty dollars in my account. Yes, yes, correct. Um, all right. So some of the odds we have on there: Cubs to win the division. You're gonna to have to explain some of this stuff to me. Okay. Plus eleven hundred while the Cardinals are plus two ten and the Brewers are minus one sixty seven. So that's you could win some money, pretty good money, right? If, on the Cubs, on yeah, the, Cubs, the Cubs, if you're yeah, willing if you were, to say, hey, anything could happen this exactly, season. Exactly. Like sure.
3: everything you keep saying about how there's so many questions. It's a really nice value play. I'm not betting the house on it or anything like that, <laughs> but like I might dabble just for the sake of having something to be really happy about. With if the Cubs actually do do it and then actually win some money, why not?
0: Cap, yeah. would you throw a few Melnatis on that?
1: On the Cubs at a plus Cubs to win the
0: division <laughs> at plus eleven oh, hundred. <laughs> Again, I'm not even the house. Not even a not even a crumble. dollar.
1: There will not be a dollar on this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, all right. Well, I mean, I don't know.
1: Now, if you tell me that they moved Contreras and they got back, I'll throw it. Frankie Montas. They sent Contreras to Oakland, and they got a number one, two type starter. Okay, I mean, yeah. they need a hell of a lot more starting pitching.
2: I agree. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was talking about
0: Correa. <laughs> I, I still wanted one more arm, personally. They could have. They could have done that. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, Miley and Smiley and yeah. Like, they all like run like now. Post yeah. uh,
3: lockout, like Kikuchi, who went to uh, Toronto, I believe. Like he was someone I was, I was hoping that maybe they'd g- gone like, and get...
2: go after a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah. Miley, Smiley, Miley, and Steele. Oh my. When the
3: lockout ended. There weren't a lot of arms left, but there, there were quality guys. But you know, but I'm, I'm I with just you.
1: Think this is the Chicago Cubs. This is not the Royals. This is not the Marlins. I get you want to build the next great Cubs team. There should never be a player that hits the market that if you want him, you can't afford him. Never, never, ever, ever, ever. You're the Cubs. You charge the second highest price in the game. You have a beautiful stadium. you got a TV station that you own that you should never, ever lose because of money. Someone else may go, yeah, I, I don't want to be in Chicago. I want to play in out. Okay, great. We'll go on to the next guy. It should never be, yeah, that's not in our budget. I don't ever want to hear that.
0: I'm with you. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that that makes a lot of sense. I mean, I, I also understand the side, and this is not going to be popular with Cubs fans, but I do understand if you don't think you're winning the World Series, why spend a certain amount of money right now on players that may not be here? However, the Correa deal is one that we looked at and we're like, listen, there's no way you can't tell me they aren't way better with Correa. And if if, if it was only really a one- or two-year deal – $70 million, why wouldn't you roll the dice and see what you have? If it's, if it's 35 and 35 yeah. for two years, why wouldn't you do that until Christian Hernandez is ready? And then, and then if, if he's a piece of that future, great. If he's not, yeah. you gave the fans something to cheer about because you just made yourself that much closer to the Cardinals and Brewers. And really, the Brewers are just a favorite because of their pitching.
2: Right? Oh, no, yeah. Well, their pitching is just. No, we talked yeah, the Cubs. The Cubs don't
0: have pitching. The Brewers <laughs> may have the best in baseball, but it, that falls apart quickly. People get hurt. I'm not wishing it on anybody. I'm just saying, like, pitching is fragile. And right. so to say that the Brewers are locked to win the division, I'd feel good about their chances, but I, I don't see why the Cardinals are someone you can't leap. Right. I don't know. That's just me. Speaking of pitching, uh, one of the odds was Hendricks, nine and a half wins. Minus 125 if you're taking the over. What do you think about Kyle Hendricks' 12 and a half wins? No, he's nine, nine and, and a half. Nine right? and a half. I'm sorry, nine and a half.
1: Uh, Kyle Hendricks, nine and a half. Wow, I can't believe the number's that low. But because guys are not going to get stretched out early, you might throw four really good innings, get pulled, and you don't qualify for a win. I didn't think it's of that. Lot. And if that yeah. happens, you know, till. Let's assume that the weather doesn't warm up here till mid to late May. You know, you have a spotty day here or there. But let's assume, boy, you're going to be really careful with your top arms. So that might knock three, four, five starts out where you don't qualify for a win or you don't pitch well enough in those to get a win. I would probably go over and tell you he wins double digit 10-11. But it's not a bet that I'd be like all in on.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with Cap. Solely because if, even if you look at last year, which is like Hendricks' worst year as a starter in the majors, he still had that rough April that he always has, and then he went on like a 16-game streak where he didn't lose a game, he didn't win right. everyone, and then by the end, by the end of June or something, he was leading the majors and wins or at least tied for it. Like, right. and he was he got to like 13 so fast. I'm like, he I I think nine and a half, especially once he gets stretched out after that first month. I think nine and a half is like. I think I, if he gets under ten, I would be very surprised.
0: Although the roster around him was better going into the season than it is this year, it's it's true. true. Most it's true. likely, it's at least true. the way we're looking. What about Stroman at twelve and a half? Under. Under, you're definitely playing that. What? So that is minus one hundred and five for the over and minus one fifteen for the under. So they're thinking that too, yeah. Vegas, right? Yeah. Or it's Vegas. pretty even, but yeah, yeah. I
2: think it's slightly on the side of the under. Yes. Yeah, which. Yeah, what do you think, Cap?
0: You're definitely you know, I'm,
1: under? I'm going under if I had to bet that one. And I'm not wishing the guy—I ill. hope he pitches awesome. But that's a lot of wins. Go back and look through his records and tell me that he piles up 16, 17 wins. I don't see it. He hit, said
2: hit 13 one time in his career.
1: And I had my old intern, Wayne Randazzo, who's the voice mm. of the Mets now— I had him on the day the dude signed. Hey, Wayne, can you come on and talk about it? He was none too flattering about a Marcus Stroman. I could just tell you, he'd be a great guest on your podcast because he said very thin-skinned, did not like getting fired on on social media, did not like the New York media. Well, I believe in this country there are five markets where if you're thin-skinned, you're going to struggle. Philly, One. Boston, New York, Chicago, and Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland! Those five sports are like freaking religion. Now, I hope he's not thin-skinned. I hope Wayne's wrong. But Wayne's the voice of the team. He traveled with them. He said, I'm just telling you, if he better get off to a good start because if he doesn't, uh-oh.
0: I Well, then you better not call him a Buick <laughs> anytime soon.
1: <laughs> I don't do the post-game show anymore.
0: If you didn't want to hear that radio show, you and Jay Hood in the morning— yeah. Don't call him a Buick because we don't want to get in his head over that. I'm not too surprised yeah. that he like that, that that guy would say something like that. I feel like that's just kind of been like the
3: thing following Stroman around. He's had a tough he's time going. with the
0: media a little bit. Yeah, and,
3: and and a lot of it has to do because of how <laughs> outspoken he is about whatever it is on social media or whatever. I mean, I think that's just kind of what comes with with the with signing him. I mean, there's a lot of good in it. Like. I wish there were more players like him that were active on social media and wanted to interact with fans and stuff like that. But also, if you're thin-skinned, like that guy says, then, you know, you come to a place like Chicago, and like Cap said, like, it's, t- it's, it's tough here, right? Like, you got to perform. Yeah,
0: I've already disagreed with his take on Will Smith and the Oscars, so <laughs> right. I hope he didn't hear that. We're going to have a bad relationship right out of the gate. Um, Cubs wins 75-and-a-half over under. Where would you put your money there? I actually
1: thought that it would be, which leads me to believe Vegas thinks they may be a bit better than maybe some of the uninformed prognosticators are predicting. Uh, Wow. 75 and a half. I have them somewhere like 78 and 84, something like that. I would probably bet that over slightly. Not a lot of margin for
0: error. You're not going to put your house on it.
1: No shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just what, making sure.
0: I like I that positivity. What though. did Pakoda have,
2: Matt? Like, 72? Something like that? Yeah, yeah I, I think it was like 72, yeah. and then so, Suzuki signed. That was before signed. The that was Suzuki, before Suzuki, Suzuki ah, signed. That's true. That's true.
0: Yeah. Uh, to make the playoffs, yes is plus 650, no is minus 1,000. Is there yeah. any chance they make the playoffs?
2: I I think there's value
0: in that. Are you saying that? there's a chance? I, with I, the
3: with the expanded uh, playoffs, you know what I mean. Like, I actually think there's there's like you
1: never throw, know make, make that NL West that. is. So deep,
0: what what but, do I bet that if I bet a dollar, I get six dollars and fifty cents back. Is that yes, what that means? Yes.
1: Bet yes. yes. a hundred, win six hundred fifty. They yeah, are the baby. same odds as Saint Peter's was to beat Purdue the other night. <laughs> oh, there you go. Really?
0: Hey. So what do you think about that cap? That doesn't. That seems like a financially sound decision if you think they even have a chance you're betting 100 you're getting 650 back that's that's Uh, a lot of cryotherapy
1: that is (laughs) that would be amazing Mm -hmm. highly recommend cryotherapy by the way um i mean if i had to make a bet i'm not i'm never gonna bet a thousand to win a hundred you know the odds just so overwhelmingly against you that something fluky happens and two teams have injuries and you're like, the Cubs are in the playoffs. I won't bet that. But if I had to bet, I'd go with the value side, by the way, before you guys let me go, whenever that is, I I'm going to ask Cody a question before we get out of here. Please okay. Don't let me forget. Oh, Oh God. Uh, okay. All it. right. All right. Oh boy, all, boy, all right.
0: right. <laughs> uh, now there's another. There's another one. Don't, don't ask Cody yet. We got you for like, how about, uh, 10 minutes, End 11 minutes, minutes nine Done. minutes. Okay. Uh, Schwarber, home runs, 31 and a half, over, under. And we were both saying earlier in the show, yep. over. Yeah. I'm putting your money on this, Cap. If I had to spend. Yeah,
1: I, would, I would go over. Of all the Cubs, like I saw Chris Bryant's number. I'll have you remind me. I would go over on Schwarber more than the other guys that were traded.
3: All right, I they agree. Had with that. Brian at thirty,
0: I think thirty. Schwarber could
2: have battled for that AL lead by the end of the year if he didn't get hurt mid season.
0: Like, yeah, he well, he'll never go on a stretch like he that though. Hit. That was right. like the stretch of all stretches. You you never know it
2: when he's only when he's only de aging, only worried about hitting, which he probably will be in Philly. Yeah,
3: no, I mean no. maybe it's lower just because of injury, you know. He did get hurt a few times last year, and I missed a significant time. So, I mean, well, so, I, and like you
2: said, he's probably never going to go on a stretch.
3: I like the over.
2: I think, I think over 31 and a half is a good bet.
3: So,
0: I, uh, that's going to be a future I'd, bet that I'm going I'm to place a futures I'm bet on Schwarber. Oh, yeah. What
1: is Chris Bryant?
3: 30 and a half.
1: That makes no sense. He <laughs> plays yeah. in Coors
0: Field. Yeah. You've got no
1: pressure. You've got your contract. You're in Coors Field. Yeah. And it's only 30 and a half.
0: So, I should bet the over there, too.
3: I mean, I, like I said, I think he's going to rank there. Yeah,
1: I think they're begging you to bet the over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, so yeah. you wouldn't do it then? I would not.
2: Oh
0: man, I don't, I, I don't understand I, this. I don't, I don't know that I would. This makes sense. To I don't me. know
2: that I would, but I understand like why it's so why it's higher because just playing in Coors Field is going to yes. give you more home runs. Cap,
0: you just told me that's crazy. He's playing in Coors Field. There's no pressure, and I'm like, so you're going to bet the over? And he's like, no, not at all. <laughs> that's what they want you to think.
1: I, what? Right. Luke, you know those beautiful, pretty casinos they build? They do <laughs> yeah. that by throwing that chum in the water, and you're like, <laughs> how did he not go over that number? <laughs>
0: All right, well, I got one here. Listen, 100 bucks to you, Cap. You got six jobs. It means nothing to you. $100 is something you can throw ex-wife. around, right?
1: I have an ex-wife, Luke a hundred dollars
0: we're going to take a hundred cap bucks and we're going to put it down on the cubs to win the world series because you get 10 grand back that seems like if, if you got a hundred dollars to spend i don't think they're going to win the world series but if you could get 10,000 for a hundred doesn't that seem not enticing at all or are you just wasting the hundred dollars
1: bet the marlins <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: i was i was kidding i listen i'm not spending a hundred dollars on that so that that shows you they're confident as well. Um, speaking of points bet, uh, you have a pick of the week?
3: Yes. Tonight I like Suns minus four and a half. Who oh, they really? Play? Who they play? They play the Warriors tonight, I believe. Oh, that's a big matchup. On the matchup. road at home? They're on the road. They're, a road, they're a road favorite. The Warriors road are the Warriors?
0: only team in the West that could possibly beat the Suns, and they won't.
3: I'm pretty sure, like, war-
2: like Warriors
3: when I say pretty sure, I, I know this, the Warriors have been trending down yeah they're trending yeah. down like Suns the Suns are going to be in the NBA keep trending
2: finals. up I'll I'll have to make a my, my first points bet wager on that on that yeah. Suns minus four and a half Matt
3: Peck was talking about on the Bulls post game last night <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> and at the back, time girl. it was at six and a half this oh. morning down to four and a half so I guess a lot of money coming in on the Warriors Don't but worry. I mean four and a half get the Suns let's do it you I got like a pick
0: it. Cap you want to make a pick of the week while you're here
1: Uh, go to your next topic. Let me look. (laughs) All right.
0: I'm going to tell you the dumbest thing I've heard from Major League Baseball in a long time, and that's considering they're coming out of a lockout. This is the dumbest thing I've heard of. They're running, and Ryan pointed this out to us, they're running something called MLB's Home Run Derby X in multiple cities around the world, correct?
2: Yeah. London on July 9th, it's it's Seoul, right? S-E-O-U-L, Seoul on September 17th. At Mexico City on October 15th.
0: Okay, and it's a home run derby where they have a legend, a superstar, a rookie, and a wild card. The Cubs are one of the teams in this mix. Okay, there's four of them. There's four teams: Cubs,
2: Cubs, Dodgers, Yankees, and Red Sox.
0: Okay, so four big teams, big money teams. The Cubs legend wait, 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 is. I, I, let's let him guess. Who, yeah, who do, would have you, pick do you know? As a know what legend? this is yet, Cap? Do you know who the legend is? I don't. Home Run Derby, Cubs legend. Who would you want? And if you're, if you're going to Seoul, Korea, and you're betting on the Cubs in, in this Home Run Derby, what legend would you like well,
1: in the Home Run Derby? how are we using the word legend? Very <laughs> loose. <laughs> <It's> very loose. <laughs> that would be heop Choi. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, that's a good guess. Even,
0: that would be more entertaining, I feel uh, like. Yes, it would. <laughs> uh, Giovanni Soto is the Cubs legend in this Home Run Derby for the Cubs an international competition that we're sending out there. Bless you, Lawrence. Nick Swisher is the Yankees legend. I mean, he, you want to talk that, about loosely using the term.
1: Talk about the phoniest athlete I've <laughs> covered in a long time, the dirty 30, Nick Swisher. Oh man. He had a deal Wild with us. Times 10.
0: He had a deal with us and then to do shows, right? And then once he started to really tank, he didn't come on anymore. Correct. Yeah, Matt. Yeah, just clarifying man, that what guy, was going I, on
1: there. That guy right there, man. Mickey
0: <laughs> <Just> to <thumbs laughs> Swish. Uh, Johnny Gomes and Adrian Gonzalez are their stars. And then the superstars: a softball or women's baseball player. Uh, the Cubs get Alex Hugo. Then a rookie is a player from the local area, like in a farm system. So if it's in Seoul, Korea, it's somebody from Seoul, Korea. And then the wild card, you ready for this, Cap? Content creator. How did you miss out on this? As like the king of content creating, how are you not in this home run derby with Giovanni Soto representing the Cubs in Mexico City, Seoul, Korea and London?
1: Who's the content creator?
0: Well, I looked it up. I thought it was I almost like, oh, maybe it's going to be Dom Frederick or maybe maybe it's our buddy Crawley. No, none of those guys. Spencer Owen, a YouTuber have you heard of Spencer Owen?
1: I it might be Who? Joe Johnson of Obvious Shirts? My God! Oh, oh yeah, that would have been content a good one.
0: creator. Now that they might have had a shot well, he in the comments right here, right now. potentially would have been the biggest home run hitter in the tournament. Yeah, based <laughs> on some of the names that are in there. How did you miss out on that? And is there a I way you can still go. get in the mix?
1: Uh, that would be yeah. I'd like to get another job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just get another job. Add it to the list. Uh, all right. What did you want to ask Cody? I'm afraid.
1: Cody, I want to oh ask you a question. Oh boy! <laughs> All these people on social media, people that walk up to me, where'd you report that Chris Bryant got a contract? He said he never got an offer. To believe that, you have to then be accusing Theo Epstein of malpractice. You're telling me that you have the Rookie of the Year into the MVP, wins the World Series. It's a massive home run in game 5 to keep you alive. Right. And they never made him an offer. Do you realize how ludicrous that <laughs> sounds?
3: I I agree. I'm I, I just don't I don't know. It was just me. maybe that's it's my bias was definitely my bias was definitely there. I was standing KB uh-huh. as a fan. I I'm admitting it, cap. I I, 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 never, I was never on social media like slandering you or anything like that. It was more just like, he was doing someone a, he was just doing tell
1: a me
0: what really happened. He I wanted I, to believe Chris Bryant. He wasn't I on did. social media slandering you. He was
2: doing it privately.
1: <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's where the whole thing, that thing came from. Because one day, some jackass on Twitter's firing on me. And I'm like, you know what? F that guy. And I go on Twitter. My wife, Mindy, is standing behind me. She's like, you can't hit send on that. We have a mortgage. You're going to lose your job. And right. I'm like, let's see what this idiot wrote. And it was he was ripping me. She's like, honey, click on his name. He has four followers. Why do you care? And from that moment on, I'm like, you know what, hon? You're right. So like the other day, they announced the show. There was a bunch of real nice comments. And some guy wrote, Worst sportscaster in Chicago history with thumbs down. I wrote him back because he follows. I said, appreciate you following. Have a great day, buddy. Hashtag yeah. take that. Take that. Take that. Take that. <laughs> take that. <laughs> and
0: and ever since that, Cap and I have been good. Like, I never thought he'd respond to my Twitter post, <laughs> like, ever. Like, I, and I, I've uh, gone from, like, four followers to, like, I don't know, whatever I have. I will say this in regards to, like, how
3: I – and I I know I'm not the only one who feels this, but the way that I feel like not only the fan base, but maybe even a little bit in, in the Chicago sports media as well of treating him unfairly throughout, you know, probably from 18 till the end, um, you know, nothing against Jesse Rogers, but that whole uh, article about how he wasn't having fun in Chicago or whatever that came out last year or the year before, I can't remember on this current moment. Like it was little things like that that always bothered me because it was like, this, it was from an interview that was clipped from, uh, I believe it was Barstool, um, and it was just kind of taken out of context, and even Chris Bryant, who was rarely on Twitter, quote tweeted it, called it clickbait, like, it was like things like that that always kept me trying to figure out what is going on with that whole contract extension uh, situation, so, yeah, no, I, again, man, I, I was never slandering you or anything like that, it was more just like, I just want to know what's going on, and... I was a Stan. I'll I'll admit I was a Stan. He wanted to believe. I
1: just just believe Chris is better off in a more dialed down market. He's a tremendously talented player. He's a phenomenal guy, family man. He's not out running the streets. I just think to play in New York, Chicago, Boston, Philly, Cleveland, man, you better have the thickest skin in the world because – they are going to make up stuff about you, and you can't let it affect you. You just can't.
0: For sure. For well, I mean, that's – I mean, he cried when he left, you know? I mean, like, yeah. I, I get it. I think he. I do think in his heart he wanted to be here, but I also believe that the Cubs at some point decided that wasn't very likely it was going to happen. I think he's the first one they decided out of that group. Bryant's not going to be a big part of this future moving forward unless somehow we start winning again. You think I'm off on that? I think they, they had identified that much earlier than maybe they let on.
1: I think you're exactly right. Once they felt like they tried to sign him, and again, Chris is going to turn out to be just fine. Once that, that deal did not get done, and from what I was told, Scott Boris just said, no, we're not doing that. Got it. They did not engage again and went, yeah, we're good. What they tried to get Contreras, they really, really lowballed him. I think it was like five years for 25 million. But wow. He, I mean, was that when he was- yeah, that's again, <laughs> I may be off slightly, but there was no 50, 60, 70 million dollar offer. Five for
3: 25. No. When was that?
1: Right after his rookie year. Oh, OK. So okay. Making 500 grand. You know, we saw what did Ozzie Albies take? Who's a yeah, hell of the- a player. Yeah, but right. that five, for, five 25 for 25
0: is like what they gave David Bodie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's that's like comparing to, like, the deal they would have given Bodie. Yeah.
1: Look at Ozzy Albies, who's a really wonderful player. I think he's looking up. He signed five for 35. He took it because, guys, Venezuela, Dominic. How much are you guaranteeing me? That's yeah. a lot of money. The guys who grew up with nothing. Javi, they were working on a $180 million deal. The pandemic hits, and it never gets done. And then he struggles in 2020, and then that's it. You move on. And Riz, I love Anthony Rizzo. I'm his biggest fan. I'm a stan, as you like to say, Cody. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But He's had back issues. He's 32 years old. And it just, at that point, once he turned down five for 70, they said, we're done. By the way, say Suzuki... Yeah, yes, flat, we were, I was going to tell news. you. Yeah. On. There it is. The Cap.
3: comments are blowing up. Pound the news. over. Pound
0: the over. 75 and a half. Pound the over. <laughs> Isn't that what you guys say? I think that is. Pound oh, the over. Hammer, over. The hammer, over. Hammer, hammer, <laughs> the hammer the over. Hammer it. Hammer the over. That's what <laughs> yeah. it is. Hammer the over. There it is. We All have right, a lot of Cap. fun here, Cap. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on again. What are your What are the hours with J-Hood every morning? Monday to Friday well, with J-Hood? Um,
1: 7 to 10 on ESPN 1000, the Cap J-Hood show. And then Unfiltered debuts Monday from 6 to 6.30 on NBC Sports Chicago. And it's brought to you by the great people at PointsBet, who are also your great sponsor.
0: That's right. Oh, and yeah. they're going to unfilter the unfiltered David, David Kaplan. Cap. <laughs> Love it. capman. Thanks, bud. We appreciate it. Thanks for coming on.
1: It's an honor to be on, and I'm really rooting for you guys. I hope you have great success. Thanks, dude. Hopefully we'll talk to you again at
0: some point during the season. Cool? Look
1: forward to it. You got it. All right.
0: And thanks for joining the CHGO Cubs podcast presented by PointsBet. We are back tomorrow with another surprise guest. We'll see you then. Fly the W.